I don't know. We're live or something. We are. How goes it? Oh, I alive. Uh, next question. Okay. Okay. Everybody caught up on uh, the end of Stranger Things 4? Yes. yes. Okay. Did any of us not know what song that was he was playing? You mean the song that um, he was actually playing? Well, I mean, the body double was playing it, but yes. Does anybody know what that song no, is? No, Master of Puppets? Okay, it, is, it was yeah. Master of Puppets, but okay. no, that was him. Because he learned how to he learned how to play uh, a, a large yes. portion of that song specifically for that. Yes, and he also had a body double who is is a big deal guitarist who who did the the solos and whatnot. The thrashing. What song was it supposed to be? Master of Puppets. No, it, was, it was Master of Puppets. Okay, okay. so. Um, I mean, as soon as it started, I was like, yeah. <laughs> We're old. Um, because there is an entire generation of people who watched that show mm -hmm. who went on Twitter or other various social media outlets and wanted Looking to know what it. that song was. What is this new song <laughs> that they're playing on The Stranger yeah. of Things? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I... Well, isn't I isn't there a scene where he says this is music and is playing Iron yes. Maiden or something? Was wasn't yes. there? Didn't Iron Maidens come out and say something about that? I saw like a headline. I didn't read it. Yes, the Iron Maiden uh, was super excited to be included in Stranger Things uh, because <clears throat> Bruce Dickinson's grandchildren are big fans of this show. Yeah. People have kids. People get older. People have people's kids have kids. It happens. No, it just it it made me sad that uh, it, it, Bruce Dickinson is a grandfather who is has grandchildren old enough to enjoy Stranger Things. I always get like, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest mixed up for some reason. No, I, I don't know why. That. I don't know why. I mean, because I always I always remember the lead singer is gay. But I'm like, nope, that's <laughs> Judas Priest. Right. And then when I you're mean, saying grandchildren, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. So, it is, but, you know, it's just still confusing. I mean, the, the other thing is, and I'm not, I'm not poking fun at you here, you're not a metalhead. No, but so I... I could, I could I, see you confusing Judas Priest and Iron Maiden. Uh, that, that is not a, a, a big leap. I had my Metallica, Megadeth. Uh, you had that phase, other, sure, but were, yeah. were you listening to Iron Maiden and Judas Priest? Um, I had heard them. I don't think I okay. owned their albums. How's that? Okay. So uh, they both have uh, singers who excel at singing in a falsetto range. Uh, they are both early metal bands, so there's a, a very similar sound to the guitars. There's not a lot of, of bass to the mix. 
Um, now the bass player for Iron Maiden is infinitely better than the bass player for uh, Judas Priest, but that's that's a geeky musician thing. Um, I totally would not be surprised if, if a casual music fan couldn't tell me which was which. Well, put it this way. Karen's upstairs watching it now because she didn't watch it this weekend. And uh, when she gets to that part where he's, you know, rocking his solo, she will be pleased because my wife is a metalhead. That's so surprising to me. Oh, God. It really is well, you're, that your well, ultra-conservative wife is a metalhead? Well, metalhead... Uh, um, I don't know if a metalhead means what means to me what it means to you, because I'm thinking her number one destination on Sirius Radio radio is hair metal. Um, I mean, it can be and it can't be. I mean, that encompasses everything from poison yeah. to rat. Yeah, you know, twisted so sister. Has, yeah, I so it has all of it in there. But I wouldn't take away her metalhead card because she's more into the the hair glam classic, you know, her teenage years metal as opposed to what I'm into. I would yeah, I mean that's that's a metalhead. Old school, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's her. I mean, granted, she switches between that and uh Backroads Country or what some country fucking station. So, I don't know. That uh, might take her card away. Yeah. That that's uh, I mean, I love Metallica. I love Iron Maiden. I love Bloody Wood, but I also love Johnny Cash. So, you know. I think my first hard rock, heavy metal, whatever album I ever bought was, uh, um, God, I don't remember the name of the album. Uh, Peace Sells, but who's buying, maybe? Megadeth. Yeah. But I don't know if that was the I don't know if that was the al album. Uh it was probably either Peace. So far so good. So far so good, so what? That was it. Okay. So far so good, so what? Who is that? That was Dave Mustaine and all you know. Yeah. That had uh, Mary Jane and five oh one and uh, or 502. Uh, let's see here. So good. Liar. So Start trouble spread pain pissing venom in my veins. Third, right. Third album, 1988. Okay. Um, that was one of the first CDs I bought. Trying to think of who the guitarist was on that besides Dave. Oh, I wouldn't know that. That's Dave Olson. Ah, Jeff Young. Okay. Well, because Megadeth uh, was notorious for burning through guitarists. Uh. 
Yeah, but oh, it, it, had, it had the Anarchy in the UK cover, too. Yeah. Five hundred two uh -huh. in my darkest hour, liar, hook and mouth. Yeah, so yeah, good songs. Yeah, Dave Mustaine was kind of uh, an awful, awful human being at that point because he was still bitter about getting fired from Metallica, and the Metallica was getting big, and he felt Megadeth should as well. And um, yeah, yeah, he was he was yeah. in a hate he was in a hate spiral. But yeah, and so. He would get angry at the other guitarists because they wouldn't want to play the guitar part that Dave wrote for them. Yeah, so, I, I just reaped the rewards of his anger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think Megadeth is a highly underrated band. Um, their later stuff, I, I mean, their, their later stuff that got, like, um, commercial kind of uh, uh, notice. Yeah. Uh, Countdown to Extinction. Yes. You know, all those. Uh, Countdown to Extinction and Euthanasia are two of the best metal albums of the 90s. So, yeah. Wow, that's that's memory lane, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just uh, you know, sorry for that sidetrack. I just wanted to bring up. The no, no, no. I get you. We are we are. I do it all the time too because we know who the fuck. Uh, what, uh, what Dandy was. I playing. mean, that was not even you know it, the the cool music, but those of us who knew what the song was. That song really portrayed that scene too. Master of Puppets. Oh, too. He's pulling scene. all the strings. I mean, the lyrics are going through my head as it's playing out, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I almost teared up as the symbolism played out. Like it was the perfect song for that scene. Yeah. The um, so what was your thoughts on the conclusion of season four? Um. Okay. So first off, I thought this was the last season. I did too. I, and before it, before the the first part of season four released, they announced that there will be a season five. See, I it didn't, was I didn't. It was right before like the first eight episodes were released. Yeah. They said yes, okay. there will be a season five because basically they got they wrote themselves into a we can't finish this in a half hour okay. kind of thing. We can't so, finish yeah, this. I, we got we got enough in in mind for a whole another six eight episodes. Yeah. When I got to the end of season four, I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, Hawkins sure. is fucked. Yeah. Um it's kind of cool little... though. I mean, it was it was I always think of Harry Potter when I watch these kind of shows because Harry Potter, you know, the first book is very local. Everything is around Harry. Everything is he's walking through a hallway learning all this new stuff. And it pretty much just 
ends with the end school year. There's no big, I mean, the big bad happens in the school. The right. second, second book, you learn about the wizarding world around the school, what, what it's part of. And then you learn, you know, history. Or I'm sorry, the second one, you learn the history of the school. And the third one, you learn about the wizarding world around it. You learn about the prison. You were known by bad guys. And each, each, each book gets bigger and brings in more of the world. Okay, you've digested this, now understand this. And the way Stranger Things has done through, through each season, it, it's done that very well. I mean, the yeah. first season was all find Will and discovering what the fuck this is. Season two is like, oh shit, it's still there and it's coming to us. You know. And then season three is, fuck, it's, it, it's way over here and not yeah. just not just coming after us and now the it's almost they could i mean if they wanted this story to really make sense i don't think they could reveal vecna in this season and kill him if he's supposed <coughs> to be the master he's supposed to be the mastermind before be, behind everything from season one on I liked oh. I liked that reveal. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I, I, I I loved it. I I love I loved when they they finally made that reveal because prior to that it it had been listen if you're listening this far and you made it past the warning in the fucking show notes, uh, that's on you. We'll get through this. We'll do our greeting. Uh, hello, listener. Uh, anyways. Uh, so the, uh, so the, uh, oh, okay. The, uh, the mind flayer that, that they had, they had done the setup. I, and I, I fully bought that there was going to be some greater reveal and the mind flayer was going to be this massively huge threat, uh, after seeing that Vecna and, and it was, I, I was expecting something akin to like Vader and and the Emperor, right? Oh, you mean the mind flare, the 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 dust storm mind flare in the yes, in the, uh, because okay, yeah, because they'd and always when, they'd always made it like the mind flare was like the ultimate behind the scenes bad guy, and then it's like nope, it was me. Yeah, it's yeah, always it been it, me, and it's it like was. oh oh yeah, I guess it has. It was Harkness all along. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was really pleased with the way they kind of built that up. Yeah, um, and the the swirl of stuff in in uh, in Russia was like a part of that thing, and then it went right. into the little demodogs, and then when he destroyed those, it actually made Vecna weaker. I mean, yeah, this had very much a kind of uh, George Lucas, Steven uh, Spielberg. Indiana Jones kind of fight to it where you have different parties at different places, not knowing that what they're doing is helping someone else. Yeah. I did not see them getting home the way they got home from Russia. Um, with the helicopter. Yes. I, was adamant when they went back to the prison in my brain i'm like oh they're gonna find the portal into the upside down and they're going to go through the portal 
and end up finding their way to Hawkins through the portal. See, I didn't think there was a portal in Russia. There had to be. They had way too much stuff to not have a portal. They didn't yeah, but get I, 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 I get that too, but we've never seen that. I mean, we right. saw the one underneath the the mall, and we saw the one in the research place where it all started. Right. And we saw the scene in uh, season one where she's in that upside down or that black place with the water on the floor, and she mm-hmm. sees the demi the the demigorgon. And when she touches it, she makes the connection to it, and it sees her then. You know, that, that, that started it all for me. But I never, and I saw her trying to spy on Russian people, but I never saw her come out on that side or anything come out on that side unless no. they were doing it in season three with the mind flare and the mall thing. Yeah, I, I can I can see why you would have thought that because prior to now we prior to the season we didn't know that she made all of the door like her yeah. fight her first fight with with one is yeah. is what spawned what broke, both the, yeah. what yeah what fucking broke reality uh so the uh so that as a as a leap made perfect sense i i wondered that as well prior to this season because it's like oh well the russians are involved so they must have some sort of technology uh it's like yeah i just didn't i I didn't understand how the russians had had all that without having a portal so it's logical to infer they had a portal I see what what you're saying but i don't think we were shown that right no we weren't we we were just never shown we were given a we were given a, a a trail of breadcrumbs to follow uh, because they they doled out because th- this is a world that exists and they didn't give us all the backstory and so we were left to connect dots on our own and they put pieces yeah. out there how we chose to connect them was how we chose to connect them so it's like we're connecting all these dots and making making a narrative and building a backstory. But we're building it on a faulty premise because we don't have all the information. Yeah, I I think season five. I think they need to address a few things in season five that I wouldn't call them like plot holes or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but there are a couple of non-main clarification things that just kind of need some resolution that doesn't have to be completely resolved but we need something uh, so the the russians having all of those things um i'm really still not 100 percent clear on how the russians got into the mall uh, way the way I understand from that season is they built them all to hide is their worst below. To understand that's what that was. I that was yeah, that was my takeaway as well. Okay. It was okay. Uh, I, was, I, I mean, I, it, I mean, under a foreign company ruse or whatever, you know, they well, they right. built them all, and that is, you know, they built it purposely to cover up their experiments below. 
the the big thing to remember okay. though it's it's in the 80s which was the height of the cold war but isn't is it if i'm if if you if i'm correct the mall goes way down below yeah you know underground but doesn't it tunnel over to the facility and aren't they on like the back side of the wall where she made the first break yes i, I, okay. be, I yeah. believe that is correct that is why they built there and they actually it isn't like just oh we're picking this spot under here under hawkins they're actually tunneled over to that facility it is now closed condemned and they're poking in the back door yes so to speak uh i like the analogy i i i, I thought you'd like that that's all for you but no i i think i, I, I think, I, think I, I love these characters i love the kids i i love you know the the clueless father of mike and nancy <laughs> I, I fucking love him uh yeah isn't he I, isn't he a horror movie icon am i am i misremembering things i don't know i i think icon might be a little strong of a term i don't know i'm not uh um, I think he's I'm a not a guy. horror movie aficionado. Yeah. That was weird. Can you guys hear me now? Mm-hmm. Not at all. I just got a, I just got a random weird phone call in the middle of everything. Hey, this is odd. Uh, okay, so we need to go to see all. Uh, Nancy Wheeler, Bill Byers, Karen Wheeler, Martin Brenner, Ted Wheeler, Joe Crest. Okay. These are all names. I concur. So he is Joe Crest. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else has Joe Crest done? Uh... Okay. So, so things that I know him from. Um, Turducken. What? Turducken. I don't remember him on that card at all. It's, yeah. Um... Nope, I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm, I'm looking at this guy's resume, and I'm absolutely okay. thinking of somebody else. Okay, so I just want to read you the synopsis for Turducken. And you'll immediately understand why why I recognized him from it. When a passionate family man eats turducken for the first time, he becomes dangerously obsessed with putting objects into progressively larger objects. I don't understand why you're into that. Okay. Um, I mean, he was in The Purge. He was in Mr. Mercedes. He was in two episodes of that. Um, yeah, Tier 3 Jane. Congrats. I've been saving um, up for it. <laughs> he was in Ant-Man. Yeah, he was one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys, isn't he? Or, or yeah. one of the Hydra guys? He was a S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. Okay. 22 Jump Streets. Ooh, he was an old boy. Oh, he was in G.I. Joe Retaliation. 
He's a he's a character actor. So yeah, basically, Battleship. He he play he plays the non-title character. Uh, and, in a lot but, of stuff. I mean, he has been in 124 things. And... Well, same with Mike's mom. That actress has been in a shit ton of stuff. Oh, that's why he always plays those kinds of guys. Why? Here's his bio. After serving in the United States Air Force, where he was recognized for Cold War service and expert marksmanship, Crest earned a BFA degree in directing from Marshall University. He has the the military experience to play random suit guy number five from Alpha Agency number two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am confusing him with Andrew Robinson. Ah, uh, okay. You have no idea I mean, who that is, do you? Joe Crest is, uh, the name rings a bell. Is he the trauma guy that I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't believe so. So his first big film was probably as the serial killer in the first Dirty Harry movie. He was, he was the bad guy. Uh, oh what's, yeah. What's the okay. first one? Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, no, no. The first one is Dirty Harry. Like he's oh, he's okay. he's facing off against a, a killer that is very clearly based on the Zodiac. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that Hellraiser. Yes. Child's Play. Yeah. And that that it, but but if you see him, yeah, an older version of him kind of looks like the other actor so that that is where my confusion was coming from i'm sorry continue continue uh massaging the crest i don't know you were yeah you were yeah i was just going through his filmography no he's okay he's a good actor um i also watched uh academy what you think of that uh, I have lots of feelings about that season. I don't doubt it. I really appreciate some of the things they did. I loved the uh, way that they, I, I love Klaus as a character anyways. Yeah, so Klaus this, is this was, banging. Yeah, this was a great season for that. Um, yeah, the I, the I really, the um traffic catch was yeah <laughs> bus ball bus ball. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yes, um, I really appreciated how they handled Victor. Yeah, I thought th- I think they deserve uh, some credit for yes for dealing with that in a respectable, respectable, believable way. It yes. wasn't just a wasn't just a oh right we gotta we gotta put this in here. It's like right. no, this is this is this can easily fit in this character's story. Yep. So. Um. I hated the way they handled Bleeper throughout the second half of the season. 
a marriage or love affair? No, no. Or? The borderline, well, okay, the middle third of this season, I guess, his almost defection to the Sparrows. I just, I did not, I, and it's not what they were doing with him. It was how they went about doing it. Okay. Um, was that the final season or are they going to have another one? Haven't said yet. Okay. Because the way that ends. It ends setting up, be- it ends setting up what they hope will be a fourth season. And they, the, showrunners have the showrunners creators all the creative people involved have said if they get a fourth season what they set up in the final episode is not going to get resolved in like the first first episode that's like a half season problem them being them being powerless is a half is is like a half season problem okay because they they want to do a, a a at least part of a season where they're powerless. Okay. I liked how they discovered it. Diego just whips out a knife and tries to twirl it, and he's like, "That's weird." <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, I I found most of the sparrow family members utterly forgettable and not interesting um including mrs luther i don't think i got what her power was she just could levitate shit and was pretty okay she was she was she could levitate shit and she was pretty no okay. no not yeah. not just levitate anti is because she used her anti-gravity to compress things as well because she created an anti-gravity like field around something and yeah. smushed it so at its okay. simplest she could float <laughs> yeah um I found her to be pretty lackluster personally. Um, my favorite sparrow was Faye. The bird girl. Yeah. Yeah, there was something because about her that just appealed to me. I'm sure there was for you, yeah. Uh, her power was the only one that felt different it was weird at first because i thought she had one bird or trained the birds until Mm -hmm. later in the the season when they actually actually showed them coming out of her i didn't realize she made them and then her power seemed a little more interesting to me uh but the fact that like she would just like called birds to her and could see through them I, i i was like Okay, they're birds. Whatever. Quick impersonation. Call, call, bang. I'm dead. You know, came to mind. You said that wrong. I know I did, but fuck you. Call, call, bang. Fuck, I'm dead. Okay, I I, I missed it by a word. Sure. Um, it was more the pause that missed it, but that's really neither here nor there. 
but uh, once once fully articulated or visualized, her, her her power seemed a little more interesting. Um, I think what was his name? Uh, the box, Christopher. Kevin? Christopher. Christopher. Yeah, he was uh, a. I feel bad for the mother who had to give birth to that. And B, um, I, I almost wished for subtitles. I was but I, I know the showrunners were like, no one knows what he's saying but us kind of thing. I just didn't care about Christopher. He I liked when he like broke into pieces and then. Yeah, like, that was really cool. That, that was neat. Yeah, the the now the if I'm Google Blitz part of the story for him was really cool, but that was it. The um Ben is the only one who survived, correct? It seems that way. Cuz even Mrs. Luther was missing, right? But I I think that comes down to how they um uh, How they what did you think about how how they resolve it? And how they two? well how they address whatever the world is now that it's reset again. Because when the world reset into the the sparrow timeline, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. like all their moms were dead. So when it reset again, they seem normal. So our are all their moms? Did the babies never get? Did the babies not get born? Like there does, are... the, does uh, Umbrella Academy lives outside of time? Because it seems like every time the 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 expanse and comes back, those six people were immune. Yes, because they weren't part of the universe, anyways. Does that Actually, make sense? Yes, that was a, no, but that's a theory I hadn't considered. The sparrows didn't get wasted by the bursts, right? Uh, I don't think random Luther, Luther, Luther did, or not their Luther, not their number one did. No, no, he did not get wasted by a burst. He touched it. There's a difference. Oh, right, right, right. Because he's dumb. He touched the basement. Yeah, ball. I, I, I like the uh, reverse uh, interpretation of the numbers that the Sparrow League had. Yeah. The number one was important. No, number one is the weakest. Yeah. Who was their number seven? That was Christopher, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just was so not impressed by the sparrows overall. Uh, I think the most impressive thing I got from them was uh, the um, the explanation of how they came about. That Hargraves was Hargraves was so, so dis disgusted by them when he met them in 63 that he mm -hmm. purposely 
picked a second group that he knew would not be them. So obviously, go ahead. He obviously had to somehow see beyond time to know which ones those kids would have come from because he picked Ben in anyways, and he had to be on a first list. Well, well but he didn't see Ben in 63. Yeah. He didn't see Ben in 63, but he if he okay. He sees them as grown adults. He doesn't know which mother birthed them until that event no, but- when the mothers start birthing everybody. So he didn't know which seven he picked, so he doesn't know which seven he has to avoid. But if he does know which seven he picked, why did he pick Ben again? But I think that the, that is all bullshit. Because Harlan killed their moms. They were never born. He couldn't pick them. Oh, fuck. I get you. Yeah. But Harlan would have killed Ben's mom because he didn't know Ben. Right. So there wouldn't have been the connection that he had with the others. Okay. Okay. Now now, now that's making sense to me. Uh, Reginald is uh, can eat a bag of dicks in any timeline, though. Yeah, he he he's kind of an ass. I like how they drugged him to make him basically uh, cool Klaus dad, and then I, uh, Klaus mistakenly sobered him up and turned him back into the. I'm going to experiment with these children. I don't give a fuck. I the the early the flashback early 1900s. That was new information for me. I did not know that that Reginald was a man outside of time. He is. He's just really the same age when they built the hotel in the early 1900s. Oh yeah, he's uh, that's because it's a mask. He doesn't look like that. He's he's an alien. He took his he took his mask off last season. Yeah, that was in the, that was in the comics. Yeah, and I've never read well, I've no, that comic in my life. that was second season when uh, when I want to say it was when they were having like a board meeting or some shit. Like there was, yeah, when they when, were in that um, like Coca Cabana, that Hawaiian themed bar. Uh, right. He was meeting right. with all those guys, and, and he just fucking takes his head. He just fucking takes his face off. <laughs> Yeah, I vaguely remember that now. Yeah. And he like melts their brain or something, doesn't he? It's like the same episode where five kills all of the um, people from. Yeah. Yeah. He kills the boardroom and it eats or brings the gold. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that five didn't eat the goldfish because that's the way it was in a comic. Am I also forgetting? That Lila had power. I don't know. She was. It was instrumental in the in the final confrontation between what is the, what is the agency called that Five worked for? Right. The no. I'm sorry. Not that she had power, but what her power was. She copied people's powers. Yeah, because she copied uh, uh, Vanya's power. Right. I just and, I guess uh, and I attacked that them. She just. Had that power? Had that power? No, she. Yeah, it was. uh, 
I, I want to say it was illustrated because she did something with Five's power. Uh, I, it's been a while since I watched episode two or right. season two. Yeah, same. So. And having never read the comics, like. Oh, the comics wouldn't do you much good. But uh, in the comics, there's way more people like Pogo. Okay. Because, uh, let, me, let, me, let me look it up real quick. Uh, uh, the first couple pages of the comic have this, like, bio for Reginald Hargraves. And one of the things that he invented uh, was the ability to um, basically cybernetically enhance or chimpanzees. Okay. Basically evolve them to <laughs> think so, of evil. And he did it like a bunch of times. <laughs> So Umbrella Academy is the actual prequel to Planet of the Apes. Sure. I can't... I don't have my copy of the comic. And I can't... Uh, read this tiny little... thing. Maybe if... Uh, Reginald Hargraves, the original origin story from the Bell Academy comics by Gerald Way and Gabriel Ball, remained the same for the next Netflix adaption. His home planet was ravaged by nuclear war, so he traveled to Earth for sanctuary in 20th century. Reginald disguised himself as a human and climbed the ranks of social society to become a world-famous scientist, inventor, entrepreneur, and even Olympic gold medalist. He was an excellent fencer or something. Uh, on top of his accomplishments, he he was known as the monocle uh, because he always wore that monocle, which is a big part of the uh, uh, comic. It doesn't say... Because you, yeah, you had said in the comic he, that the monocle was its own sentient being. Um... No, when you look through the monocle, you see the history of whatever you're looking at. Number five finds the monocle, puts it on, and looks at Pogo and sees all the experiments that Hargraves did to Pogo from a baby chimp to where he was now. And it freaking makes him pass out. He has an episode. Hmm. So yeah, when you're aware that when you look through the monocle, you're you look through you perceive time differently, which you think in the hands of five would be very useful, but they don't really go into it much more beyond that in a comic. And five's power in the comic 
he can he Hargraves teaches him to basically do little like one two second uh, jumps that basically make him like the flash type speed because he just teleports to where he's going to be in the future and it looks like he's you know moving super fucking fast uh, but he wants to use his power to travel through time much like the the show shows in season one and first time he does it he fucks it up and he ends up way in the future and he sees the end of the world and he meets Dolores and, you know the mannequin and he he finds mom the android but yeah. in but in the comic she's less like a walking sentient person and more like an intelligent dress form like people making dresses she like has no legs she has like that that like open bell at the bottom of 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 mesh that you know a dress would lay upon and her upper body she's missing her arms because they were lost years ago in some attack on the mansion or something and she had us ahead but uh, he finds her and he's old and he's in the future and he's surviving on near whatever he can find and he like scratches on the walls all this calculations to try to figure out how to get back home how to travel back because he has to do the math in his head to Right. travel back through time and he can't figure it out because the equation never meets out and finally uh, mother who's been standing there says it's because you forgot to carry the two on the third equation to the left of blah 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 and he goes you can talk yeah <laughs> and he corrects the math and comes back but when he finds when he comes back in time he doesn't come back in time as himself. He comes back into time in the certain time at the age he should have been when he left. So he's perpetually a boy. And he's the only one without a name. Which is consistent. Yeah. He's referred to as the boy or number five. And in this one, they, they don't call him the boy. Uh, they but just I, call him five, yeah. Uh, I seem to recall somebody called him old man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Diego, maybe? Um, I think it, I thought it was Hazel or Cha-Cha. Maybe. I think they called him old man because they knew him as the old man. When he worked for the, I can't remember the name of the agency. Uh, I thought it became a C. Is it Bureau? It does. Does it? No. The collective? No. Uh, no. Consortium or some shit like that. Anyways, <laughs> it's like yeah, we could look this. Was, it's like we could look this up, and we're just not. Yeah, we're just we're just lazy here, or something. Uh, but he, um, yeah, he worked for them, and he like would go back and make corrections to history, like. Uh, basically ensuring that homo sapiens became the dominant species on the earth. So he'd go and he'd kill a wolf random Neanderthal uh, lines to ensure. And he would go to world war two and make sure that uh, the, the general's plot to kill Hitler didn't succeed. So that history would basically be correct. Commission. The commission. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, I mean, the comic is excellent. 
the the story is rich and uh, detailed, and it has enough um, Chad openings to be a uh, enjoyment for you. Okay. It, it leaves enough open ended. <laughs> you know, fill in the blank kind of uh, um, storylines that you, you don't feel oversaturated with the way the world must be. It's more, okay. you know, how do you think this fucking ends? But yeah, but it's okay. not an, it, it's, it's in a way still a way I like as well. Yeah. So I did watch something else over the weekend that I highly recommend. The Man from Toronto. Fucking loved it. Oh my God, it was awesome. <laughs> I love that. that. Was... I anticipate watching it uh, in my upcoming vacation. It, it was is hilarious. It was fun as hell, yeah. Um, and you know what? I will say, for the first time, a comedic action movie did the, the whole wrap-up that feel good wrap up and I didn't hate it because it wasn't necessarily the end. Right. It felt, it felt cool. Yes. But it felt yeah. like they could still have more story. Well, there was enough with, um, I mean, you as the viewer know what's happening. But there was right. enough backstory to all the characters that the ruse by the end was believable as a ruse. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it that was one of the. I mean, I'm typically not upset at Kevin Hart movies, but he typically feels like the same fucking guy in every movie. He's this Kevin Hart. Not. He wasn't. And, and and I was I was surprised. There was a little bit of depth to him. He was still that nervous kind of weird guy. But oh my god, all his all his uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Kickstarter pitches killed me. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> I was fucking rolling through the beginning of that movie. I'm like yeah. this is fucking awesome. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, the the vomit scene. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, I was dying. Yes, it was so. Uh, it, you're, 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 if you don't love it, Jeff, I will understand. But yeah, I don't see how you okay. could. Yeah, uh, I will say that was also a very different role for Woody. Um. Yeah. It's very it's kind of mellow there for a lot of the movie. But and then and then there the 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 scene in the gym, I actually almost believed it. Yeah. I, I almost believed that was happening. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying not to spoil for for Jeff, but uh yeah, the, the, it was it was a good time. I I'm 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 I, as soon as you said it, I said I loved it, and I was really hoping that was where you're going because I'm like, you know, this can't, we can't always be different. No, we have to agree yeah. on some stuff. Yeah, no, that that was a fantastic movie. 
I think like that's the most interesting role that Woody Harrelson has had in, in that sense since Natural Born Killers, I think it was called. Yeah, I really liked all of it. It was uh, because of Kevin Hart's character being so inept, it made so much of the mistaken identity uh, believable. Hilarious. <laughs> you know, yes. This all happened because of low toner. Oh, God. I Who love... hasn't been there, huh? Oh God! I, yeah, I would I, not be mad if they made another one at all. Oh God, I don't see how they don't. I mean, it's it's a Netflix movie, so that yeah. either means it was made for Hollywood and Hollywood passed on it, and Netflix said we'll buy it, or it is no. straight up a uh, ex uh, Netflix original, and it's part of Kevin Hart's deal with Netflix. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would, I would sit through another a sequel to that. Yeah, because it's there's no reason why there. It's kind of like you said, it's open ended, but it does have that kind of happy open ending. Yeah, like there's way there's loads of room for more. You know, because surely not. I mean, I just like how man from Miami, man from from. Tokyo, man, uh, dudes from Wichita, you know, all, all these fucking people. They're all just no names, oh, just that dude. Uh, but yeah, strong, strongly recommend. Okay. Can it not just be replaced? Probably not. Let me see. Uh, now, I was curious if you could take... Yeah, you can... I wonder if you considered the application of a Snickers. Hmm, probably not. Okay, then he, ne he never. He never thinks of the Snickers in time. I watched something else, uh, also, I think, Netflix. Okay. Uh, it, it was a series. All right. Um, not terribly long, but Snowflake Mountain. Okay. Oh, I watched the preview for it. And... I, I, I watched the preview for it about six times as I'm rolling through and various, you know, you watch something and it comes up with the three suggested things. And I'm yeah. like, okay. I will watch the first episode. I hate reality shows. I, I've, I've sworn off of them. Um, this was a reality show at 100%. But if you've ever been shocked by some kid who doesn't know how to unload a dishwasher or upset by some idiot who, you know, has never heard uh, Master of Puppets. <laughs> um, the first episode was just like, yeah, I just want to see him suffer. And that's got me to the second episode. And then I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate that kid. I, he's got he's to go down. 
got me to the three third episode. It was it was a it was a hate fuck of a series until like the last couple episodes, and then it was like, okay, I feel for these kids. I mean, if someone keeps shoveling food into your mouth all your life, you know, tucking you in, you know, this is what you get. These kids are pampered and and never nothing's ever it's their parents should be on this fucking show but uh it felt like uh hate porn for boomers it kind of was at first i'm not gonna i'm gonna lie the hosts were the most annoying to me until like until like the last few episodes and then it all kind of came together like when they quote unquote learn their lesson and kind of see, they kind of step back from themselves and kind of see, yeah. okay, we're a group. I got to care about other people. I got to do my share, you know, kind of thing. And then the the final, like, leg of the show it really made me kind of care. And honestly, the, the person who wins, because there's like a, you know, prize at the end, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the person who wins, I absolutely agree. They definitely had the most growth. And then they do that whole where are they now thing. And it was just funny to say, I'm no longer living with my parents. I'm no longer living with my parents. I got my own apartment. Blah, blah, blah. Me and my friend are starting this business. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. You know, it's, 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 it's supposed to be the feel good thing at the end. But yeah, it was, it was excruciating at times. And, there's there's some early moves by some players that I was just like, what the fuck? And I don't know. It was... I, I, it interested me as little as the Squid Game competition show. Yeah, I never me. watched Squid Game either. So. Squid Game sound, it is a great show. The fact that they're going to make a Squid Game reality competition show is dumb as fuck. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about it. I don't want to know anything about it. Have, have you it, watched Squid Game, Bookman? No. I know D did. Okay, so it's essentially a, a show about a... I know what it's about. Korean, okay. so It seems very small to me. Yeah, no. It's not saw. It's not torture. It's not torture porn. It's just immediate death porn. Um, I mean, they play Red Rover or not Red Rover. Uh, Red Light, Green Light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a big doll shoots people that are still moving. I've seen. I've seen the previews. Um, I mean, it's there's a whole lot of characters that are obviously forgettable because there's like 400 people that start or whatever. But as it gets deeper into it, you start to, it, there's psychology to it. And, uh, they, you know, it's, I was very pleased with how the series ended, but the fact that they're going to take this show where the entire point of the competitions isn't the competitions. It's, you either succeed or you die. And they're going to make it a reality competition. Like, what are the stakes then? 
Right. If you can't die, it's just the Mr. Beast version, which they've already right. done. Right. Which, yay. And hello, D. Hi. Uh, to catch you up, we talked about... Uh, He's been here for a while. I caught the last, oh. like, 20 minutes. I didn't know. I didn't realize I'd put this on push to talk. I'm used to my okay. desktop settings, okay. so I've been here. I only had one thing to say, and I couldn't hear it because I was on push to talk. Gotcha. But I did watch Snowflake Mountain or parts of it, so I feel like they a little bit overplayed the helplessness at the beginning to make yeah. it seem better. It, it was like more... Some of it was terrible. very much like, okay, like you're terrible, but like... Nobody is this like overly dramatic and incompetent. Um, Solomon was fucking horrible. Right. I, I, want, I wanted to hit that guy with the truck. Um, uh, I and, mean, it totally uh, is like it was, it's all the parents' fault, but I also don't think the parents were like lazy rich people. I just think they were probably people that work too hard and thought that they were making their kids better and was clear they are not. And then they've lost control of the situation. Yeah. So the, um, the, the blonde kid from Florida, he, he was utter clueless to me. Right. I mean, my kids still want to be YouTubers. So we've tried yeah, to, well, that's, that's, that's one of those things where certain levels of things, you're just going to have to basically fuck around and find out. Cause I think it's they a matter of uh, they need to do a documentary. A, a YouTuber needs to do a documentary on what it what it takes to be a YouTuber. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know how many YouTubers pay editors to edit their videos because they don't oh, have time. Most of them. They don't have time to do it themselves. Yeah. Like once you get case, once you're good enough to make good Twitch. money, like you get an editor immediately. I mean, K6 yeah, is on Twitch okay. and he's uploads his shit to an editor because he's got to get it out there while he's still making more. Right. I no, like you start out with did. shitty editing on Fiverr and then you move up to having a normal editor. And then some of these people have editors that effectively just live in their house rent free to do yep. editing work all day. The thing a lot of kids don't understand about wanting to be a YouTuber is the the hard work that it takes. Because if you look at successful YouTube channels, every last one of them will tell you this is a this is not like easy dumb shit that we just do. Mm -hmm. Right. Everything is seventy hours a week. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite YouTubers out there employs eight people to produce a YouTube channel about his music. Well, the one we were talking about last week, Emma Thorne. Yeah. You know, she, she has, you have to have new videos like every other day. You can't just put up one a week and expect that to fund right. you it, it's constant at least and not you, have to, you have you have to find an audience you have to find a you know something you want to talk about you know right. is it going to be movies or games or or pol politics what, what what are you gonna what are you, what are you targeting here because that's going to determine the size of your audience and 
you know, how often they come back mm-hmm. and how much, how much they need from you. Well, yeah, most I of mean, them don't realize how much of it is like you have to sit down and write an actual script and then yeah. you have to do everything right. according to the script so that you can edit something coherent later on. As it's soon not as you're just, done, let's, let's hit record and see what happens. As soon as you're done filming that one, you got to get busy working on the one for the next day. Oh, yeah. Well, I usually have multiple things going on at one time. Yeah, right. I mean, I do one strip a week, and it takes, I don't know how many hours. It, 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 I mean, I'm not working all the time, but I'm thinking about it almost all the time. Right. I, I don't listen to the radio in my car, and people at work are like, really, what do you do? And I go, most of the time I'm writing. And they're what? And I go, I'm talking, I'm saying dialogue out loud. I'm talking back and forth between characters because if you say stuff out loud, you're you're more likely to remember it. If you're unless it's just going on in my head, I will forget it. But if I say it out loud, the chances that I retain right. it and remember it to get to a point where I can write it down. I've recorded shit on my phone before. Yeah. And and my contribution takes you 12 seconds to digest. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, people grossly misunderstand content generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I want, if we wanted to make money off uh, the strip, I would probably need to be put it up at least three times a week. Two minimum. And those are probably weekdays. Yeah. I mean, it'd have to be up like midnight Monday, so Tuesday morning digestion. Midnight Thursday, Friday digestion. And... As much as I'd love to do that, I work a full-time job and and have a family. So, Ray, I started watching something that you might enjoy. What's that? Uh, Man versus Bee. I watched. Uh, <laughs> I watched the very first part of it. I got about a half hour in, and I. I find them humorous. I love him. He, in my mind, is a comic genius. Uh, but uh, those kind of things make me as uncomfortable as they do provide me with uh, entertainment. Okay. Because I... I don't know. I end up more I watch it, I end up putting myself in that person's shoes and he just keeps making it worse and worse and worse for himself and at some point it's it's anxiety no longer it's no longer humorous it's just anxiety. Okay. Uh, I don't know why it does that to me, but so I I've, I've I've watched a lot of his stuff and this is Mr. Bean if anyone is not unfamiliar. Uh I watch a lot of his stuff but uh um it usually has the same effect to me. Okay. Uh, 
So here's the thing. I don't know if that's a testament to his his comedy or a so, detriment. A thing that the rest of you are liable to not get to experience uh, is the joy that sometimes is the closed captioning of a program. So Nicole has hearing loss. So we've got closed captioning on like all the time to the point that even when she's not here now, just out of habit, closed captioning gets turned on. So there comes a point where, uh, and I, I think it's in the first episode, it's either the first episode or the second episode, uh, when the dog gets food that's off its diet. Yeah, I didn't get that far. Okay. But so the dog... As soon, as soon as they're going through the rules and the book... You're just like, oh, know, yeah. Okay, All the book it. is not going to survive. Um, he's not going to remember any of these rules. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, this is terror for me. Yes, the dog will have diarrhea. Uh and so it, there comes a point where you can only just barely hear it, but big closed caption at the bottom of the screen, sloppy farts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. And so uh, like I was watching it with the girls. And so sloppy farts is now a thing. Uh, I am, uh, <laughs> as you all know, a big fan of British uh, comedies, sitcoms, dramas, whatever. Uh, so I like closed caption because they tend to talk really fast and they have slang and uh, use dialect that isn't necessarily familiar to me. So having closed captions just so I can read along, I better understand okay. what they're saying. Well, for what it's worth, Sloppy Farts was actually the dog having diarrhea on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, that was, I, yeah. I, so it's... <laughs> So yeah, so so now it's just you know uh, like the three uh, teenage it's boys. The new cake finish. Yeah, so like the three teenage boys that we are, everything is all about sloppy farts. Mm -hmm. I finally had to explain to Nicole what the hell a sloppy fart was because she just—it's <laughs> just been two weeks of confusion. Can we stop with the sloppy farts? Because she's, she's just like I don't understand what the deal is with sloppy farts. It's like, well. Buckle up, honey. Surprise. It's a real journey. Wow. You said you uh tier three to Jane? I did. I uh I cannot seem to get any uh more books because uh Mephisto just doesn't want to drop any for me. So I had materials, so I went ahead and tier threed uh, Doctor Strange. Nice. And then I had enough crystals to buy myself uh, another batch of artifacts, and lo and behold, guess whose artifact I got? Doctor Strange. Jane. And I got a CTP of energy from the CTP chest, and I'm like, okay, I'll throw that on Strange. So, yeah, he's... And then today, I, yesterday, I tier threed um, Gwenpool because she's speed books. So now the next person I, t I tier three will be, have to be combat because that's all the books I have left. I think my next is Widow only because she's ready. 
like I've I've had the material I had the materials to tier three her, uh, and then saw that the the next update Mine will probably be apocalypse because he is ready, and then saw that the next update was going to be for the movie. I was like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna save everything for Jane. I don't even care if she's not good. I was like, her uniform will be amazing because she'll have to get a uniform. I figured they're either going to tier three or awaken her. Either way, I'm good with it. Uh, I and, bought her uniform, but I don't know if she's any good. So, uh, I I got all the uniforms. I didn't care. Uh, the Thor uniform is just beautiful. Like the detail work on the sides. I really where... didn't want a Valkyrie uniform. <laughs> I liked her other uniform. I liked her classical uniform. So, yeah. Yeah, problem is getting the bios. Yeah, she's she's not one I enjoy uh, trying to level. I think I used a uh, Mega Mythic ticket to get her her. Uh, Current uniform to Mythic. Get the oh. Shadowland 185. You can get another one. Uh, as soon as you come over and drive my phone, you can get me there. <laughs> because man, I got the 195 last week. I am I'm done with Shadowland for a little bit. Oh, I I Mythic. Uh, I Mythic. Um. America Chavez, so I have all the ones from Doctor Strange Mythics, so that means I get nice. 200 Chaos Norn Stones. Cool. Nice. I had to Mythic Wongs because if uh, if I think I if I was going to devote a lot of like resources to trying to get somebody number one again, I think it would probably be Wong. Okay. I I, I Really like playing with him, and I always use him in Shadowlands way too early. You like playing with your Wong? Yeah, I do. I like my Wong. And uh, I'm not. I love it, Wong time. I I like it. I love it, Wong time. Yes. Indeed. All right. Wow. That. 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 If no one else feels dirty, you should. I was going for a dick joke, and now we've segued into casual racism i think this is good as good a time as any hey everybody welcome to two fools rushing in uh i am jeff bookman i am corporate it i am not i am corporate hr fuck if you're hr we're we are fucked Hey, if Clarence yes. Thomas can be a Supreme Court justice, I can be HR. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, God damn it. Uh, just failed experiment. Room. Failed experiment. Yeah, we 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 just we, we fought a revolution. Beta and start over. We fought a revolution to get away from a king. Now we're sitting underneath nine of them. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, add more. Uh, I mean, we uh, 
we listened to the girls on Monday and um, supported them in uh, not celebrating. Okay. I mean, I got together with my sister and her family, but I don't know if I would say that it was like a 4th of July celebration. It was just a get together with family celebration. It was a, hey, I have this day off and you have this day off and we haven't seen each other in a couple of months. <laughs> we should have this day off together. We should just like get together and have some hot dogs and hamburgers and hang out. <clears throat> and play Wii Golf or Switch Golf or whatever it is. We went down to uh, the campground where my mom and dad were camping. Me, my sister, her kids, my kids all went down and had a picnic and got to listen to the idiots on the river singing, USA, USA, let's go, Brandon, all fucking day long. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, it should come as no surprise to anyone that, like, I didn't have some crazy 4th of July celebration anyways. I I think I'm probably the least outwardly patriotic person. Uh, I would give you a run for that. I mean, maybe. I do probably own more American flags than you. Well, you got a discount at work for a while there. Yeah, you had a well, child in the military. You, you, that's, that's, that's one peg above me, at least. I had a child in the military. Father was in the military. My dad was, so we're even on that. Um, okay, well, the other thing is, your dad's alive, so you don't have that flag yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> so in the dead uh, dad card, nice. <laughs> and then I've also got his old flag that he had outside his house. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta. Well, if anyone gets my dad's flag, it'll be me because he doesn't talk to Brian anymore. Well, that's because your brother tried to get into a fist fight with him at a football game. (laughs) Yeah, they haven't talked. Wow. Yeah. I asked him about it this weekend. Okay. You guys know how I am with names, right? We've we've discussed this countless times. Yeah. We're down down, uh, campground. Elizabeth wants to go tubing. We brought down tubes. She inflated them. We're going to run her up the road. To a place where you can get in the river, you know, just from the side of the road. You don't have to pay 80 bucks for an inner tube. And she just, they, their campsite is right along the river. So they see us, they get out of the river. You know, done. Uh, so we're driving up there and dad's like, hey, uh, you never guess who I saw. And I'm like, who? He's like, Roger. And I'm like, okay, who's that? And he goes, you know, Roger, Roger and so-and-so and and blah 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 and i'm like yeah i don't know and then he finally after after me telling him like five six times i don't know who a roger is he said roger cross and i go oh okay that's a whole name i think i remember who that is i'm like come on dude but yeah it was was in the back seat with her and josh are like he doesn't know who you're talking about guy shut up but 
they enter every year we go down to the campground and their new bestest friends in the camp camper next to next to them is now their bestest friends and we get introduced and i never see these people again so i don't devote any mental muscle to remembering these people but my dad will bring them up every freaking time like, oh, these people, why are you doing this to me? You're just pointing out that I don't care because I think they know already. Sorry, probably rant. rant over, maybe. Doubtful, probably not. Oh, cool. I got uh, the little wasp, I don't know what her name is. Uh, Nadia Van Dyne to yeah. 70. I got her, I, I got her um, artifact in one of my artifact purchases. So I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't care. Why, why not? Yeah. So I think I'm going to build Destroyer. Hope I get his artifact. Is he going Destroyer. to be the next I mean, meta? He's transcendable now. He has the massive energy reflect. Most of the good PvP characters are energy reflect, and mm -hmm. his artifact gives him a heal for 5% of what he reflects. Oh, fuck! Yeah. Yeah, that's... What's 5% of 32 million? Um... <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, I have yeah, it, I have it uniform, but it's you know little. Yeah, his uniform is what gives him the reflect, right? Isn't it one of his skills? Hello. Uh, Can't hear you if you're talking. Of a bitch. I heard that. I didn't hear anything you were saying. Yeah, but I've always owned it. True. Okay. I, I will. Uh, I will. There, there we go. Destroyer can be my next one. I try to get to seventy, just because. I bought the uh, Thor Legendary Battle. Yeah? I haven't gone um, through it yet. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, I like Shang-Chi's. I like it, the final fight in that. They had to, you have to lead the things to hit him and stuff. I just liked right. that was fun. I think... Uh, so the first stage is uh, Wave Stage. The second stage is more like a dispatch mission or story mission stage. Okay. And then the third stage is a boss fight. Yeah, uh, um, I enjoyed it a great deal. Yeah, it was. I do not regret spending the crystals to get the the extreme version. 
what's the difference in uh, extreme version? Is it like shorter time or just more have to do more damage? More health, shorter time. I mean, you're locked into a character, and you don't. Their stats aren't right. yours. It isn't your build, so it's like it's like knowing that character's rotation or something, right? I mean, none um, of it is hard. Most of it is just yeah. like the rewards are queued off of how much uniform rank you got on them. Yeah, uniform rank, amplified slots. Like, I don't I think I lost it. any of them on my first time through for the extreme. No. This this was not a hard one. I think the last hard it, one I did. It's not was Thanos. Black Panther yes. was kind of a pain in the ass. One the fight on the bridge just seemed to last forever. Him and Killmonger, where that's like you have to get out of the way of the train, and I don't know, just mm. just never seemed like it was. It's I was hard doing to do the like not hit X amount of times type of thing. Oh, to get the achievements? Yeah, some of the achievements were like, don't get hit eight more times, eight or more times, or 20 more times, whatever it was. And it just felt yeah. like I was always like part one that, or two hits over. Part of it with the new one is that, I mean, maybe the Jane Foster one would be hard if you don't have your Jane build already. But I mean, everybody has had Valkyrie and Thor forever. And if, you, yeah, if so, you're playing decent, you have them leveled up at least. Right. So those aren't going to be hard for a veteran player. Um, but it isn't your character stats, is it? Isn't it just the yeah, base it's character? character? Well, it's it's influenced by your character stats at okay. the very least. Like if you're level you know, 70, it'll be better. But if it doesn't matter yeah. like what CTP you have type of thing. Oh, okay. No, okay. your CTP counts. Your cards don't count. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your CTP counts, your Uru count, your ISO set counts, your cards do not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there are some definite parts of this update that I think they don't, but they should what is all the uniform things I keep seeing in my loot when I clear a web thing? They really they added, up the academy or the archive. Yeah, they, they added 16 new things to the shield archive. Right. Because they just another really place. care. There's just another place for me to dump materials because you have to pay to combine all that. Uh, you don't have to pay for the combine, but it's a lot of materials. Yeah, it's a lot of materials. It's a lot of materials that no one is ever going to, like, no normal player is going to sacrifice the CTP of Rage to this. Like, I have no maybe idea. Maybe if everything is. else was done. Yeah. But even yeah, then. Maybe. Even then, I, I can find a better spot for it. Unless there's no new there, character ever. There's uh, multiple ones where you have to combine Odin's blessings. And not like the shitty Odin's blessings. Yeah, not the circles. That was the point at which I said, fuck this. When I saw that when I saw that I could combine Odin's blessings, I was like, no, I can't. 
Maybe like once three I have time and you need eight. It's like yeah, yeah I'm just gonna dump twenty four of these when I maybe have twenty four on my account of that certain one. Yeah. Maybe if I'm all done with everything else, then I'll start saving for that. Maybe. But I mean I've been actively working on my account a lot lately, and I still have 39 characters that I don't have to rank six ISO sets yet. So away yet. You know, if if we're not gonna get any new characters and you wanna like, I don't know, throw tier two advancement tickets and rank up tickets and shit at it. Okay, I would do that. Yeah, I got those buttons spades. Yeah. You know, I've got 24 four-star rank up tickets. Yeah, I have too many of those. Like I they're, it's they're it's weird because I have a bunch of certain ones, but not of others. Yeah. Like I have, I have uh, twos and fours, fives and six, but I don't have any threes. <coughs> yeah, they just started releasing those in the event quests. Yeah, I I like to have the like at least one complete set so I can just take somebody. But now I have so many yeah, mega six mega rank up tickets. I don't fucking need those either. Yeah. I mean, I have every character level 60, at least. But I, mm, I'm pretty sure they're nerfing the drop rates of the um, books card upgrade things in the dimension. They did. They did. Which is I, garbage. It's garbage for people who don't have full sets of cards. I fully admit that, that there was a terrible idea to change the way they did it i mean it it doesn't affect me but that doesn't mean that i don't see how shitty that is like well i, I mean have, i'm to the point where i'm just doing rerolls, but still like right i have eventually i'm gonna catch up i don't want to have to run it three times as much just to get right. the same amount of materials and then you have to I end have, up having to open it more more than once because time runs out Like it was dropping maybe fifteen or twenty a run, and it's dropping five and six. So I mean, significant by about seven. I think Chad makes an interesting point here. I need eighteen hundred to do the ranks I need right now. By the lowest one. What's that point? Uh. That it is that we are starting to run a little long. Okay, I didn't say that. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what the fuck you said because you filled in the blank because you distorted. Yeah, you you sounded like T Pain doing meth. Uh, or not doing meth. I don't know what T Pain sounds like. Otherwise, that's neither here nor there. Uh, T Pain, if you're listening, hit us up. Let us know what you sound like doing meth or not. We'll be back next week. See you, folks. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That
apparently T-Pain doing meth was what shut the show down. Yeah. <laughs> it has that effect, yeah. All right. Well, uh, cool. Uh, I don't, don't be a dick. <laughs>